Today is Monday, September 19th. The title for our devotional is Winners and Losers. A new campaign that we started last week is called The Third Way. Our culture, again, is noticeably becoming increasingly polarized. We often feel like a piece of metal between two magnets pulling us in opposite directions. We're pulled between Republican and Democrat, conservative and liberal, pro this and anti that. So what if there's a better way to live in this polarized atmosphere? For Christians, there is. It's the third way, the way of Jesus. So throughout this campaign, what we're doing is exploring the different spheres in which we are often forced to choose between the way of Jesus and the way of another ideology in our culture. This week, we're exploring a general ethos in our culture that diverts us from the way of Jesus in many spheres. The video I've linked you to below, it kind of sets the stage for it, so uh, never get over to the devotional page and give it a watch. It's pretty funny. It's a staged video where a coach is giving a pep talk to his uh, little league team before a big game, and he basically tells them, guys, there are two types of people in this world. There are winners and there are losers. He says, if your dad told you to come out here and just have fun, sorry to say it, but your dad is loser. Pretty funny. Again, it's staged. It's not real. He has a bunch of other YouTube videos that are just like that. It's quite humorous. But anyways, the framework of winners and losers is what uh, we're after this week. This framework, it leads us to pursue winning at all costs. And it seems to me the baser instinct here is a fear of losing rather than a desire to win. But that may be splitting hairs. In this perspective, we'll do anything to win. The ends end up justifying the means. This leads us to abandon virtue and obedience, which are far more more important in the way of Jesus. For Christians who follow the way of winners and losers, at least that ideology, I would argue that their perspective is always too small. Their vision is too narrow and their timeline too short. Their vision is too narrow in that they cannot see all that God is doing in creation. American Christians may be losing the culture war, but God is moving mightily in other parts of the world. We forget that God wins in the end when Jesus will return and make all things new. When we buy into this rhetoric that the church in America is on the brink of collapse if we don't win this or that legal battle for our rights. God sees the whole picture, we don't. He has the master plan, we don't. In the end, we know God wins, but it will be in his way and in his time. For Christians, then, our aim is not to win, but to obey. We obey by following God's law, doing what's right, serving as he has called us to, and surrendering outcomes to God. As C.S. Lewis has said, it's not your business to succeed, but to do right. When you have done so, the rest lies with God. In the way of Jesus, the ends never justify the means. We see this all through scripture. God is far more concerned with obedience than he has with winning an outcome. We will look at the life of Jesus the rest of the week, but today I want to direct you to a story from the life of King Saul. In 1 Samuel 15, we read the story of God sending Saul to punish the Amalekites. Saul fails to obey precisely the word of God that Samuel gave him. The result was essentially the same. In fact, Saul even suggested that the cattle he took be used as a sacrifice to God, which seems like a noble purpose. Yet, Samuel replies in 1 Samuel 15, 22-23, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. 
In his arrogance, Saul thought that he could bring about an even better end through disobedient means. God wasn't having it. And this ended up being the straw that broke the camel's back, and the kingdom was taken from Saul and given to the line of David. So again, we would be wise to note how God is far more concerned with obedience than us winning or bringing about a desired outcome. For reflection time today, simply ask yourself, how was winning and losing talked about in your family of origin? What kind of framework are you bringing in to this conversation? Think through your experiences in sports or competition-based extracurriculars. How have those experiences, or just our culture of competition at large, influenced how you pursue winning in other areas of your life? Especially when it comes to your faith, your faith community, and the values that we hold true as a faith community.